everybody. Welcome back to the No Regrets Marriage Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Johnny Morton. And I'm Carla Morton. And we are glad that you're taking time to be with us today, which I know my wife hates me saying, but that's okay. She'll get over it. That's the least of the things she probably hates that I say. Uh, maybe true. Um, true. Uh, hey, today we're uh, we're looking at part two of our series on the enemies of intimacy. And I hope you checked out the one last week, the first in this series, as we talked about busyness. Uh, I think one of the that we see in so many couples we deal with, and we've experienced in our own life, and less so now that our children are gone, but just that we are so busy doing everything else, a lot of them good, that we really don't have time to focus on the most important things, and that's each other. And if you listened last week, you know my wife is just really passionate about this busyness thing. Yeah, I kind of went over the top on that one maybe, but I do feel really strongly about it. So let's see if she feels as strongly about our enemy this week. And and this week we want to talk about uh, that one of the enemies of intimacy is pride. Um, And as we're thinking about this and talking about it, sometimes it seems like pride. And next week we're going to get series, the third one of the series, and talking about selfishness. Sometimes it seems like they're the same thing, but I I really don't think so. And I hope you'll see that tonight And as we talk about this idea of pride. I think if I had to put it down to one thing that where pride becomes that barrier is pride leads to this sense of self-sufficiency that I don't need anybody. And just on the surface, you can see how in a relationship that's supposed to be this team, this oneness that God put together, you can see how pride can be an incredible barrier to developing intimacy in marriage. Well, okay, let me ask you this. Okay. You, you said, or you, you, you've you always said that for a lot of years, one of the things God had to deal with you about was pride. Okay, go now, bring it up my past I sins, know, Carl. I know, I'm so sorry. All right, but what I was going to say is, looking back on that, you know, you might maybe share, if you feel like it, something that what were the main things, but then also... When you think about it now, did that impact us at the time? I mean, I kind of think I know how it impacted me, but I don't... Do I get to hear that No, no, no. You get to go first. Okay. Put me on the spot. I know. I'm so sorry. We're now under the spotlight here. Um, I think if I had to think about it, it was... I think it was primarily this idea that I I probably thought more highly of myself than I should have, which you would agree. Probably so. Okay. Um, And oftentimes, because of that, I either did one of two things. If I didn't think I could do it well, I just wouldn't do it. Or the other thing, if I ever needed help, I wouldn't ask for help. And, And that became, I think, one of the things I can definitely say is that I don't know that I really understood, and I guess that's a lot of young couples, what it means that we are partners and helpmates in all of those aspects. Okay, that's, yeah, that's good. And so I think... Oh, thank you. Were you going to say that's bad? No, no, (laughs) no. So the first part you said where you mentioned that if you felt like you couldn't do something, then you just didn't want to deal with it. You just didn't do it. But one of the things 
for us that was a part of our marriage where I think that played in is you never could verbalize that. So instead of saying, hey, Carla, I'm not really comfortable or I don't feel capable, good, I don't have the skill set, whatever it is about X, Y, and Z, you wouldn't tell me you couldn't do that, handle it, want to do it, take it on, but you just didn't ever do it. And so, in Or I just did it very poorly. I think we talked to one of the things earlier podcasts, we talked about those sort of role expectations. Yeah, and one of those, like for one of us, our big thing, and if you've listened to some of our podcasts, is finances. Oh, that's true. That's probably and, a and good so, example. Yeah, because I was going to try to do it. I didn't do it well. And then later on, we talked about the problem we had with credit cards because my thought was always, I can do this. I can get this paid off. I don't have to bother Carl about it. I can do it. And then you don't want to admit that you can't do something. Well, and as you said, where pride says I, either I can handle it. Yeah, it's not a we. I don't need you. I'm not going to admit this weakness. I'm not going to say I want us to partner because maybe that seems weak. All of those are absolute barriers to intimacy. You're right. And so it doesn't create a we mentality at all. And I used to say to you many times, Johnny, we're on the same team. Let's let's talk about this. You've got strengths. I've got strengths. You've got weaknesses. I've got weaknesses. But maybe pride is that part that says, I don't really want to say that. I don't yeah, really want I to have it, to depend on you. Well, I don't even know so much as that. I think it was just sort of that idea, this is what a man should be able to do. Man can handle his own problems. A man doesn't really need somebody else. Real man, you know, all that stereotypical crap. Sorry, mom, I know you'd hate that. Oh, yeah, you bad are. word. Um, I think it did keep me from that. And I don't think, and I'll be really honest, I don't know that, I guess that sounds bad. It sounds like I'm not, not usually being honest. honest the rest of the time. Yeah. Uh, y'all understand that, just sort of a phrase. I think that, I don't know that I really had a clue about that sense of that balance, that partnership, that helpmate, that God takes each of us, our unique abilities and characteristics, and he puts them with someone and makes them into a one whole, that everything is shared. I mean, you think about it, the whole emphasis of intimacy is this unveiling of ourselves to each other. And pride is one of the big things that keeps us from doing that. From doing that. I think about this may not be a good example since you can't see us, but one of the things we talk about during um, one of our sections on the foundation course, in the foundations course, is this idea of what what the marriage ideally wants to look like when you're thinking of a letter. But think about the letter H. And think about, you know, each line of the letter H, and then you have the line going across that connects it. But if you imagine that as, and usually Johnny and I demo this, so it's really better live. But anyway, okay, so there's each of us standing like the part of the H, and then you have our hands going across, kind of reaching toward each other. Yeah, but not ever touching. Just hardly even touching. And when you think about that is two individuals leading very independent lives that literally have 
some connection, but basically very minimal. And when I think about it, one of the things that we talk about in that section is many times pride may be a part of why a couple, a man, a woman, are sort of living their own lives parallel to one another, but not that interweaving of their lives together. And so that's kind of makes me think of that too, that pride says, you do your thing, I do my thing. Basically, because I don't need you. I don't need you. Yeah. I mean, at the bottom line of that, and maybe I use the word dependent and that wasn't a good word, but but the idea that I don't I don't want to need you in that way. And so I'm going to hold myself back. And as you said, that, of course, is a real enemy of having intimacy. So one of the first things is to sort of realize, are there areas that I am prideful about that may be blocking the next forward progress in us developing this intimacy. For me, one of the other things I did where you kind of had the things you just described that you struggle with and that God had to teach you those and and in some ways sort of just, what do you used to say about what God did during that period of time? I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, you would say like God really stripped me of a lot of that. Um showing me things about myself and that pride and oh, yeah. really the lie that I was believing. So well, to speak. I, I just think there was, and you know, I'm sure you would agree that especially in my younger years, there was an, there was an arrogance. Yes. There was, Apparently I, I know, found that charming maybe while we yeah, were dating. Yeah. You know, this idea, I know more than you, um, know more than everybody else. I think a lot of those things, we're part of it. And I think that's just, and a lot, I think his roots was pride. You know, I think when you look at scripture, you know, there's so many warnings against it. You know, pride goes before the fall. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. Um, talks about how the proud man should be pulled down. You know, that model we have of, if anyone had a reason to be proud, Jesus did. I mean, he's the God of the universe. And yet so often that model of leadership we see from him is that servant leader. Yes. Um, I know we talk about the mystery of marriage. Uh, We talk about that Ephesians passage that Paul says, you know, husbands, this is how you need to love your wives, the way that Christ loved the church. And it is a picture of humility it's that picture of always thinking of someone and so others as better than yourself. And, and pride, when you're wrapped up in pride, you can't, you almost can't just do that. that is, I, I think back about my struggle a lot of our years, and we've, we've said, you know, we went to counseling n- numerous times, and Oh, many times we would go and my plan was, okay, we're going to get in there. They're going to tell Johnny, because I got this laundry list of what he's not doing right. So I'm going to go over it. The person's going to get it. They're going to tell Johnny, look, you need to do so-and-so, so-and-so. And invariably, I would walk out of the room, there being something that God had shown me or something that said that kind of reveals my heart in this. And one of the things that I really struggle with was I didn't, it was couched in a way, again, like Satan does, that I didn't see it for what it really was. 
What I thought was my way of thinking, doing, and being was right. And you were so different than I was that instead of I me— I must be wrong. Yes, because I couldn't just see it as you're different. I saw it as you're deficient. And so, therefore, you're deficient. I am right. You need to change. I mean, the root of that is straight-up pride. Now, some of it is also just a, a very— um, veiled sense of, of even understanding, wow, God makes us so unique and so different, and we each bring a skill set and gifts that are different. We don't want or need to be the same. Then one of us is not needed. So we get these two people that are so different, and we join our lives together, and then we're like, oh my gosh, what in the heck? And so one of the things for me was really having to really wrestle with this idea that I didn't get to just be right. My way was not the right way, the only way. I mean, sometimes it was kind of better than yours. But that was something that God had to just really teach me. And that's that's hard. No, I, we don't like when there's a spotlight on us about that. No, and I think it is. I think it's one of the tools of Satan that... You know, God created this incredible relationship of marriage. And even when it's a marriage between believers, Satan's going to do whatever he can to keep it from being everything that it can be. And one of those barriers I think he throws up there is, you know, he makes us full of ourselves. And when we're full of ourselves, and I can only see my perspective, my way, what I think is right, then there is so little ability to ever put yourselves in the other person's shoes, you're not willing to because you're so prideful that you're stuck, that you're right. Then to see it from their perspective, to hear them, to look at it differently, it's, it's you're like blocked from it. And I think that, um, let's look at it a different way, that oftentimes there is that spirit of independence but I think another way that pride becomes that barrier, that enemy of intimacy, is that unwillingness to say, I need help, I need to change, I need to do this. I mean, think about whatever it might be. We just got through doing a retreat on you know, a biblical view of sex. And one of the things we talked about were so many of the barriers. And, you know, I can imagine if we had struggled with we did with some of those, but if we had struggled with that, it would be for a man to say, it's my fault or I'm the problem here. <laughs> man, I can understand how hard that would be for a man to do that. Why and, would it uh, be harder for a man than a woman? I don't know. Just because we think that it, it can't be our fault. Gotcha. Usually. Okay. And in that arena, maybe especially? Oh, especially in the area of that. I mean, you know, part of that is we grow up in that cultural view of, you know, how to be a man, it's all about sex and you know, even if you are a believer, once you get in the marriage relationship, and if things aren't awesome and great there, we don't want to take the blame. True. Instead of looking Somebody and saying, fault. yeah, um, it is what's going on or not going on. Yeah. What, what, what am I contributing to this or not? Yeah. And pride keeps you from ever looking at you as a source of a problem, whatever it might be, uh, from an emotional and in building emotional intimacy. You know, so much of that is that unveiling that taking off all the, 
the masks and the facades and just saying, hey, this is who I am. Warts and all. Yeah, warts and all. Hey, I struggle here. I'm not sure about this. I don't do that. And so often pride won't let you do that. It's like you have to keep this image of whatever, of strength, of wisdom, of capability, that if you act like you, if you don't think, if you can't do it, you're a failure. Yeah. Well, and again, the idea that if I'm filled with pride and I'm not willing, again, to be, you know, unveiled, open with you, then, then yeah, I, again, it's that idea of thinking that I'm not interested enough in you. It's, it's, it's about me. So what your needs are or how this situation is impacting you. Oh, yeah, that's your deep problem, down, not mine. Yeah, I, I'm not caring. You need to change. You need to figure out how to fix it because this is working for me. And, y'all, that is so, so true. Well, it, it, it's so hurtful, I think, because it just says it's it's not about you. It's about me, and it totally destroys the whole concept of what marriage is supposed to be about. Of that sense of, I love you, I am choosing that kind of agape love that puts you first, that honors you, that I treat you as a treasure— and all of that and goes that out the window. whatever we go through, we go through together. Yes, and that goes out the window, so to speak, if when you hit the, you know, when the rubber meets the road, so to speak, and you hit one of those places and the, you're, you're looking at your spouse and they're like, uh-uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm not changing. I'm not doing so-and-so. Or, you know, and, and there's just this wall that comes down. And so, again, it really does create... It is such an it is such a enemy to developing intimacy, certainly emotionally, physically, spiritually, in every single well, one area. Last, one last thought, and we're going to wrap up on this about the spiritual intimacy and how pride keeps that. You know, one, I don't know how you have a relationship that's really vital and growing with God if you're filled with pride. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to because God created us for a dependent relationship with him and and pride always says i don't need you god i'll do it on my own which obviously is going to not do a whole lot for you growing in your relationship with christ but when it comes to each other again it is that sense of vulnerability somebody that's filled with pride they can't admit they have weaknesses and struggles especially spiritually this idea that hey i struggle with fear i struggle with in my prayer life i struggle with knowing script it, their pride keeps them from admitting that and sharing that with the person in their life that they're meant to share that with and to walk with and it's such an awesome thing when you can do that you want to be able to do that again this person is the one human being that you're to have that kind of relationship with. And so when we're allowing pride to be that barrier to moving in all the different areas, it is, it, it's, it's such a cheating of, of what God intended. Yeah, it's the antithesis of vulnerability because it's like, I'm not going to let you see me as I am. I mean, every one of us, man, we struggle with the idea of we're not perfect. 
but pride keeps us from opening up and saying that to that other person. Right. And it keeps us from saying, hey, I need you. Yeah. And I think that's what, you know, you and I, we've talked a lot about it. And I think that's what every wife wants their husband to say is, hey, I need you. I need you, yeah. To be the very best me, I need you. And pride keeps us from doing that. Uh, all right, we got two of the enemies. We've talked about busyness. We've talked about pride. Next week, we're going to wrap up with the barrier of selfishness. And that's what I'm intimately familiar with because I think that's probably one of the biggest. So I had a lot yeah, of issues. Can... I had pride. I had the, I never really had the business, but the pride and that's the selfishness true. I struggled with. So, uh, hey, again, uh, one of the reasons that I think God called us to to share and to do this ministry of no regrets is because we've been there. So many of the things we talk about and so many of the struggles that I think other couples have, Hey, we've walked in those shoes. And so, Hey, we just, uh, we just hope you keep walking with us. All right. Say goodbye, Jean. Goodbye.